Welcome to season two of the Directors Club podcast, exclusively for child care center owners and directors. I'm Noelle Dentino, ex-corporate girl turned child care center owner. I took my corporate skills paired with my sister's early education background to create easy to implement business practices that have made our center, Scribble Time, a huge raging success in our community. And now I'm here to share with you business tips and tools to help you build enrollment, find and hire your next great teacher, and get your center operating just how you want it. Let's do this. Hey, it's Noelle from the Directors Club. Welcome to this week's podcast, Policies That Stick. Wouldn't it be so great if all of our policies that we put in place were implemented consistently at our child care centers? And I know that's a huge struggle for some. And, you know, even the centers that have great systems in place, uh, I think um, that we still have problems. (laughs) People still don't follow things. And sometimes you're just like, hmm. So nothing's going to be perfect, but it definitely can be better. There's so many times I'm speaking to a director about a problem or idea or brainstorming, you know, ways. Delete, delete, delete. There are so many times I'm speaking to a director about a problem or idea and our brainstorming always leads back to systems. Systems support the operation of your child care center. Systems touch everything from enrollment, new hires, to making a bottle, cleaning the kitchen, you name it. Systems tell us how to do things so it can be replicated. And systems reduce waste in an organization and, ass- and assist. Delete, 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 delete. And can assist in the ease of decision making. Processes like reviewing a budget or order limits each week to ensure you don't overbuy. A good system can also simplify the process of delivering information such as reports to the licensor, owner, or even the classroom. So if systems are so great, then why do we struggle with getting them to stick? Tell me you haven't seen this. A classroom could struggle with end of day after the lead leaves. You end up having to get involved with behaviors, the chaos, the parents not being able to find things or having questions. You can tell the closing teachers are overwhelmed. The cleaning of the room is not going that well and it's beginning to look cluttered. So you then go in and you put in place some systems. So maybe you tell the lead teacher to create an end of day bins that are only taken out at the end of the day to get the kids engaged in the activities. We have smaller groups offered from 4 to 5.30 when you close to reduce some of the chaos. Rotating groups to keep the engagement up at the end of the day bins. Maybe you give the leader of the classroom 15 minutes before she goes home to make sure all the things are put in the proper places so parents can find them. Maybe you have a system. You put in a system where things go. Or you provide a play-by-play on how classrooms operate at the end of the day. So you put in place all these things, yet we still have the same struggles. And you're irritated and maybe fed up telling them for the hundredth time what happens or having that parent show up in your office every single week, can't find things. Now, do you just give up and let them do what they want? Or do you take the leadership path and keep going to get them to put these systems in place? 
So I work with centers who do both. The one who gives up says they never listen to me. They always are negative and have excuses. Well, we need to find a way to connect the outcome of what we're looking for so the teachers can see it too. And how we do that is by implementing the initiation of how the system is going to work. So it is helpful to set yourself up for success with six steps to set up a system. Step number one, document the process or the system. Number two, double check it. Three, train your team and test it. Four, implement it. Five, praise and mentor. And six, evaluate it. Let's dive into these six steps. So step number one, document the process or system. So simply put, sit there and think through every tiny detail you want a teammate to do and write it out step by step. The simpler the steps, the better. Now, if you're going to give these steps to someone in a classroom, a checklist might be easier, something they can hang up and refer to. If you're going to write out a process like in paragraph form, that might be best given to someone in the office where they could easily just like sit and read something because you can't just sit and read a lot of things, right, when we're busy in the classroom. So on a closing checklist, you decide to add that at 4.15, the classroom will come into the classroom from the playground. Students will wash their hands and then go sit at their tables. Teacher one will get the end of day bins and distribute them to all the children. Teacher two will monitor the students playing with the bins. Teacher number one will now take the students to the bathroom in small groups. Teacher one will end students bathrooming and begin cleaning the centers to close them for the day. While teacher two is rotating the play bins every 15 minutes or how you guys feel that they should be distributed. So we've now just taken a crazy afternoon where the kids ran around the classroom and we have now set up a system of exactly what happens when we come in from the playground. Everyone sits at the tables, we get the bins, they're distributed, they're rotated, um, and bathrooming's going on, and there's a plan to begin cleaning. So step number two, you have to double check it because we could sit all day in our heads or as an experienced teacher and say, you you know, teacher one, do this, teacher two, do that. You need to think through it, but we have to double check it. So you should always sit with the lead teacher and talk through how she thinks it would go. Have an assistant director look at it. Whoever you feel could evaluate it with fresh eyes, have them look at it. Step number three is train and test. So on the days one and two, you're just going to go in there and you're going to explain the process to them. Now, sometimes it works if you do this at rest time when it's a little quieter um, and go through the process with them. And then on the first day that you're going to roll it out, I want you to go in there and help with the process. Describe how it should be done. Answer any clarifying questions. Maybe even troubleshoot where they think it won't work. Ask questions about what would we do if, and give them scenarios to think through. And if you're there with them thinking through it, you can provide solutions. Because sometimes when someone's in the middle of the chaos and they're trying to implement this new system and it's not working 
and they're up against a wall, they're just going to walk away from it. Where if you're already pre-thinking, okay, where is it going to go wrong? And let's talk through it as a team. So step number four is when you implement it on their own. So you're not in there. Let, leave them to do their thing. Don't remind them, you know, that, oh, don't forget 415, we're doing this. Watch to see how it's going. Check in with them after you've seen it implemented. The next day maybe and say, oh, how did it go? Like, what, what did you come up against? What worked really well? How did you feel during it? Because we all know that the end of the day, if we don't have our strongest teachers in the room and it's, um, you know, our floating staff or closing teachers and they're not as strong as the lead, it can be chaotic and stressful. And that's how they're ending their day. And that's another thing that we need to look at as leaders is that we're not sending our teachers home stress cases, right? So we want to do everything we possibly can to support them in a less chaotic classroom. So talk through it. Step number five, and I think this is a critical piece, praise and mentor. So connecting a new system with praise and connecting it with the employee is an important part of getting it to stick. If the teacher tells us they're struggling, handing them a new policy and walking away doesn't help. Most people just find it frustrating or Anxiety is in, in a new process. And when they come up against that, sometimes it's easier just to walk away than troubleshoot. They need our support. So when you see something going really well, say it. Walk by the classroom. I, you guys really did an amazing job getting this in play. I saw you guys coming in from the playground. And now look, the kids are loving um, the activities. They're engaged. Um, you know, it looks a lot less stressful in here. I hope it is for you. When you see them solving a problem, tell them that you noticed. Hey, I noticed you the other day when you went to switch the toys at 15 minutes and the kids weren't ready, that you were flexible with that and you, you let them keep their boxes and not rotate them. You know, sometimes we come up with these ideas that, oh, we're going to rotate the toys and the kids are going to love them. Because you can't give a child a toy for, you know, half hour, hour, and think that that's all they're going to play with. You know, they get, um, they want to explore too. But if you have a system going where you're changing it every 15 minutes and it doesn't work, then, and your teachers are picking up on this, um, that's awesome because they're still implementing the policy where the kids are sitting or standing or whatever and playing with the different, um, you know, end-of-day bins, but maybe they're just keeping them a little bit longer. Another great idea is to praise them at staff meetings. Talk about the stress at the staff meeting and the transformation the classroom made. When we talk about problems with our team, at a st especially at a staff meeting, we're not going to sit there and call out, oh, Noelle couldn't do this or she couldn't do that. But you could call out, hey, you know, we noticed that toddler too was really stressed out and they implemented this end of day bin, um, you know, new system and it's working and I just want to praise them because one, they developed the bins. They have implemented this process, helping with the kids. And you just like talk about all the good things. And now the you know, the teachers can talk about the, their transformation, how they have enjoyed the process and how the room's, you know, less chaotic and the end of day is going better and they don't feel as stressed. Um, 
and and other teachers will see that oh look at they made it work you know we made it work um also that you get excited when a team has such success right like you're excited for that classroom that overcame something Another thing you could do is post about it on Facebook. And I'm not saying, you know, <laughs> post on Facebook. Toddler 2 is like nightmare at the end of the day. Um, but you could say Jen and Kathy do an amazing job closing Toddler 2. At the end of the day, they provide fun and leadership to the classroom. I appreciate all of their efforts going, um, delete, delete, delete. I appreciate, uh, delete, delete. I appreciate all of their efforts in making the end of day so fun for the students and picking up easy for the parents. So when these are a struggle still, delete, delete, delete. When things are a struggle still after the policy has been implemented, get one of your most experienced lead teachers to have a conversation with everyone too. Sometimes bringing someone else in can be so helpful with a new set of eyes. Like I have this one lead teacher who's just amazing. She's been with me for a long time. And she's somebody that I really um, value her opinion. And so if we're having a classroom that's struggling at a staff meeting, afterwards the leaders will sit and talk about like how we can help this classroom and we have her join us sometimes with um, her ideas and her insightfulness um, so sometimes that's great it also gives her leadership responsibility um, makes her feel valued and it's a good way to have uh, her as a teammate connecting with the other teachers it creates such an open dialogue communication like that's what you want you want to have a dialogue. You want to be able to have the teachers feel comfortable coming to, to you or whoever their manager is with a problem, knowing that it's just not going to get pushed aside, that you guys are going to thoughtfully think through a system to make the problem disappear, go away, reduce, or whatever it is. So everyone knows we talk about everything at my school. And it's a so great to have a group that you can connect with that you can brainstorm with not only on the good but also the tougher situations and the last step of a putting systems in place is evaluation it's so important that we take the time to evaluate systems we put in place because not just delete 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 but not just you evaluating it, but everyone. Check in, you know, in the first week of implementing something new to see how it's going. And then check in the following couple weeks. And then add it to your calendar 30 days out and see how it's going then. Then <clears throat> we try and rotate our conversations with our lead teachers. Um, we have monthly lead teacher meetings. And we'll rotate throughout the year asking them how systems are going. How's opening going, closing, rest time, um, you know, belongings, parent communication, like all the things. And sometimes you can eliminate a system or improve it. You never know if someone's gonna come back to you and say, oh, we really don't even need to do this anymore, or we really don't need this, or it would be helpful if we added this. So it's so great to evaluate systems once you put them in place and, and on a regular basis. Um, it could save you money, it could save you time. Uh, you know, we had this process a little while ago um, 
that was in place for a long time. <laughs> and we just all were like, no one talked about the bathrooms. And so we had a problem with a cleaning company. So we had gone in and done a couple little things before at the end of the day before the cleaning company came. And even though we've talked to them a million times, um, but we have a huge center and these were like nitpicky things. So we did them ourselves. Well, we had since switched cleaning companies and we were still doing the process. And so we just happened to, I happened to see it over the summer. And I was like, oh, like, do we even need to do that anymore? And when I talked to everybody, they were like, not really. And so we were able to gain back 15 minutes at the end of the day for these um, group of teachers that were rotating doing it. So there's things that you can save time, you can save money if it's a process. Um, you know, so it's always good to evaluate. So again, let's go through the system. So where we want a policy to stick, right? And we want a system to stay in place and be consistent. So first, we're going to document the process in the system elaborately. Second, we're going to double check it with someone else in the company. The third is we're going to train and test. So we're going to train maybe at rest time or a staff meeting, you could pull, you know, whoever's involved in it aside and go through the process. And then the first few days you're testing it, you're having them put it in place, you're in there implementing it, or if you have another leader in your company, she's in there implementing it. The fourth step is they're doing it on their own now, they're just implementing it. And that's the system. You're then tying that behavior of them implementing the system. Um, with praise or mentorship, depending on where they need some help and where they need support. And lastly, number six, you are evaluating everything, all your systems all the time, rotating it through the year to see how's opening going, how's closing going, how's this going, like all the things, just to make sure that um, things don't need to be updated, eliminated, or improved, whatever it is. So I hope that this helps you. Um, if you have a system that is not working um, or a bunch of systems, I would make a list of your systems that do not work and brainstorm with someone in your company. Find a teacher or an assistant director and say, you know, I'm noticing that, uh, you know, rest time, it's not really working in the, in the classroom. The lead teacher is always stressed out. Um, that things aren't getting done. Let's evaluate how we handle rest time, what work's done during rest time. And then have an open dialogue with your team and kind of come up with a new system. And I hope that really helps. I also wanted to share this week that the membership to the Directors Club is open. And I'm helping child care center owners and directors set up for success. Now, I've had this monthly membership for a long time with a lot of members in it. And I decided to spend some time evaluating that too, just like I do with all my systems, right? And one of the things I teach on is money, administration, and people. So if you know me, that's what I teach on. I teach the business side of childcare. So I decided to up-level the system up level the whole membership to support you as a child care center better. So the Directors Club membership is a private club exclusively for child care center owners and directors that provides a play-by-play -play plan to get all the things done at your child care center. The resources to support you in doing it, 
plus a whole lot of perks to position you as the early education expert in your community to attract new students and high quality teachers. So the first benefit of being a member at the Directors Club is brand new and it comes out Friday and I'm super excited for my members. Um, It's called the Directors Club Playbook and this is a document that you're going to print every month and you can either customize it or you can leave it as is and I'm going to give you a plan how to stay on top of everything at your child care center when it comes to money, administration, and people. So you're going to print out maybe a profit and loss statement. You know, there's a place for it in this playbook. You are going to connect with teachers this month in April. Um, you're going to connect with parents. You're going to begin to strengthen your relationships with everybody. You're going to get systems in place that you didn't have before. Like if you've ever struggled keeping on top of some of the licensing requirements or state requirements or the requirements either you set forth for your center as an owner or that have been put on you by the owner. This playbook is a is a working document that you'll print every single month and I will walk you through exactly what needs to be done at your center or again you can customize it. So in the playbook I'll tell you that you need to do an employee check-in. Now Retention is massive in the early education field. We all know that. But what can we do as leaders to to help with the retention? So I'm providing you, which has always been a a staple of the Directors Club membership, with an on-demand training portal so you can move projects forward quicker, like retention, finance, classroom management, and more. So what does this mean? If you've never done an employee check-in, you'll just go to the on-demand portal, take the quick training on what a check-in is, um, and put it into action like right away. It's something simple you can do. If you're stuck on finance, like you don't even understand the profit and loss statement, um, don't even know how to do a budget, jump in the portal and we're gonna, I can teach you that. The third thing that you get is you get access to me and my team in a private Facebook group where we're going to help you implement the playbook, tell you what classes to take in the portal that you're stuck with. Whatever you're stuck with at your center, whether it's, you know, teacher hiring, retention, um, it could be like we just talked about, systems, classroom management, whatever it is, I have a, a training for you. And if I don't, you tell me what you're looking for, and I will find one in the archives and pull it forward and update it. The fourth benefit that you get is, this is amazing, that you're going to get three things written by a professional copywriter. You're going to get one blog a month that is going to, um, that you can either change it if you don't like exactly how it's worded. I'm going to suggest everyone add like a little closing paragraph from their school. But it's a blog that you can put on your website right when you get it. And what happens when you change your website is Google sees that there's something new on your website and it starts bumping your website up. So the more new things that you put on it, the better. So every month as a member, you're going to get one blog a month to share with your families. And so this is a great way for you to increase your Google ranking for your school. And it's also a a good resource for families because you can also take the link to the blog once it's posted on your site and you can email it 
to all your parents. You could email it to anyone that's ever contacted you for childcare and just say, oh, we have a new blog up on whatever the topic is. And this way you can start reconnecting with people that either have come visited you, your past customers, potential customers, and just keep it going, the conversation. The second thing the professional copywriter is going to provide you is one well-being mental health email for your teachers. And I'll give you a little sneak peek that this month in April, um, it's going to be on burnout. And so the, the well-being email is going to talk to teachers about recognizing burnout and ways a teacher can address burnout. And I think this is really going to be helpful because we're, we're recognizing with our teams how hard it is doing this work and we're providing them with a resource to support them mentally. I'm also going to give you tips on how you can incorporate that in your staff meeting because I think it's so important that we don't just dump information on our staff and and then we never go back to it but make it an ongoing conversation all month to support our teams. And the third thing that we're going to get from our professional copywriter is 12 Facebook posts that you can put into action today. So posting on Facebook is so important to find teachers, to find new families, to get the word out, to engage with your existing families. And so these 12 posts aren't just, hey, you know, we're having pizza tomorrow. These are posts to talk about education, socialization, all the things that we do in early education. And each post is so general that you can take a picture from any of your classrooms and put it put it with it. I've had these posts written based on learning areas. So there's a post about gross motor, fine motor, language. Um, there's posts about um, science, socialization, um, all the things that we need to do and talk about in early education. And these are going to help you connect with teachers um, and increase your retention rates with them. Um, it's going to help with connecting with new teachers and new families. They're going to see all this stuff. These are things that we all know we need to do, but we just don't find the time to write the blog, write the well-being email, write the Facebook post. So as a member of the Directors Club, you don't have to worry. It's all done for you. The fifth thing you get as a member um, of the of the Directors Club is a members only podcast and it comes out every Monday and you get a direction from us on where you need to, you know, things we're working on, a little tips we're talking about, a resource you have access to that you might not be aware of, and then just a connection with me and my team. And then again, the sixth thing is awesome. It's a private Facebook group exclusively for club directors to connect, get support, and the resources to help lead the center. And it's $37 a month. We're going to 47 on Wednesday because I got to pay for the, the copywriter and the person that's helping me put the book together every month. So get in before the price goes up. So when you join the club, this week um, before tomorrow um, it's $37 and we're adding in our retention recipe hiring and retaining your next great teacher it's a five module digital course on demand in the club that we're giving you um, to help you find your next teacher so if you are struggling finding teachers the new job ad is written for you. It's a positive approach to attracting high-quality teachers at your child care center. It was in, 
so important for me to have that job ad. I had to hire um, 14 new teachers this past summer uh, to start in our new school year. And I worked with this um, copywriter to help me refocus the job ad off of what I needed and more onto what my new potential teachers would get. And I can't tell you, but six of them came to me after they were hired and said that job ad like sounded like a dream come true and I'm so happy I came here so this is just easy get the you sign up to be a member you get instant access to hiring and retaining your next great teacher a $397 value and you can put the new job ad up today and start attracting high quality teachers that want to pick you to work for because our workforce shrank and we need to attract the teachers, and this is the way to do it. So a link to join the club is in the is in the show notes. You can also go to thedirectorsclub.net and work with us, and you'll see the club, join the club button right there. So I hope that you learned something today about systems and implementing them. And I would absolutely love to continue working with you outside this podcast. So make sure that you check out all the information on the club so that we can get started. And I hope you have a great week. And I'm super excited for next week because I have some cool topics that are going to come out in April. Have an awesome day. Hey, it's Noelle from the Directors Club. Welcome to this week's podcast, Policies That Stick. Wouldn't it be so great if all of our policies that we put in place were implemented consistently at our child care centers? And I know that's a huge struggle for some and even the centers that have great systems in place. I think that we still have problems. People still don't follow things. And sometimes you're just like, so nothing's going to be perfect, but it definitely can be better. There are so many times I'm speaking to a director about a problem or idea, and our brainstorming always leads back to systems support the operation of your child care center. Systems touch everything from enrollment, new hires, to making a bottle, cleaning the kitchen, you name it. Systems tell us how to do things so it can be replicated, and systems reduce waste in an organization and, ass- and can assist in the ease of decision making. Processes like reviewing a budget or order limits each week to ensure you don't overbuy. A good system can also simplify the process of delivering information such as reports to the licensor, owner, or even the classroom. So if systems are so great, then why do we struggle with getting them to stick? Tell me you haven't seen this. A classroom could struggle with end of day after the lead leaves. You end up having to get involved with behaviors, the chaos, the parents not being able to find things or having questions. You can tell the closing teachers are overwhelmed. The cleaning of the room is not going that well, and it's beginning to look cluttered. So you then go in and you put in place some systems. So maybe you tell the lead teacher to create an end-of-day bins that are only taken out at the end of the day to get the kids engaged in the activities. We have smaller groups offered from 4 to 5.30 when you close to reduce some of the chaos, rotating groups to keep the engagement up at the end of the day bins. Maybe you give the leader of the classroom 15 minutes before she goes home to make sure all the things are put in the proper places so parents can find them. 
Maybe you have a system. You put in a system where things go. Or you provide a play-by-play on how classrooms operate at the end of the day. So you put in place all these things, yet we still have the same struggles. And you're irritated and maybe fed up telling them for the hundredth time what happens or having that parent show up in your office every single week can't find things. Now, do you just give up and let them do what they want? Or do you take the leadership path and keep going to get them to put these systems in place? So I work with centers who do both. The one who gives up says they never listen to me. They always are negative and have excuses. We need to find a way to connect the outcome of what we're looking for so the teachers can see it too. And how we do that is by implementing the initiation of how the system is going to work. So it is helpful to set yourself up for success with six steps to set up a system. Step number one, document the process or the system. Number two, double check it. Three, train your team and test it. Four, implement it. Five, praise and mentor. And six, evaluate it. Let's dive into these six steps. So step number one, document the process or system. So simply put, sit there and think through every tiny detail you want a teammate to do and write it out step by step. The simpler the steps, the better. Now, if you're going to give these steps to someone in a classroom, a checklist might be easier, something they can hang up and refer to. If you're going to write out a process like in paragraph form, that might be best given to someone in the office where they could easily just sit and read something because you can't just sit and read a lot of things when we're busy in the classroom. So on a closing checklist, you decide to add that at 4.15, the classroom will come into the classroom from the playground. Students will wash their hands and then go sit at their tables. Teacher one will get the end of day bins and distribute them to all the children. Teacher two will monitor the students playing with the bins. Teacher number one will now take the students to the bathroom in small groups. Teacher one will end students' bathrooming and begin cleaning the centers to close them for the day, while teacher two is rotating the play bins every 15 minutes, or how you guys feel that they should be distributed. So we've now just taken a crazy afternoon where the kids ran around the classroom and we have now set up a system of exactly what happens when we come in from the playground. Everyone sits at the tables, we get the bins, they're distributed, they're rotated, and bathrooming's going on, and there's a plan to begin cleaning. So step number two, you have to double check it because we could sit all day in our heads or as an experienced teacher and teacher one do this, teacher two do that. You need to think through it, but we have to double check it. So you should always sit with the lead teacher and talk through how she thinks it would go. Have an assistant director look at it. Whoever you feel could evaluate it with fresh eyes, have them look at it. Step number three is train and test. So on the days one and two, you're just going to go in there and you're going to explain the process to them. Now, sometimes it works if you do this at rest time when it's a little quiet and go through the process with them. And then on the first day that you're going to roll it out, 
I want you to go in there and help with the process. Describe how it should be done. Answer any clarifying questions. Maybe even troubleshoot where they think it won't work. Ask questions about what would we do if and give them scenarios to think through. And if you're there with them thinking through it, you can provide solutions. Because sometimes when someone's in the middle of the chaos and they're trying to implement this new system and it's not working and they're up against a wall, they're just gonna walk away from it. Where if you're already pre-thinking, okay, where is it gonna go wrong? And let's talk through it as a team. So step number four is when you implement it on their own. So you're not in there. Let, leave them to do their thing. Don't remind them, you know, that, oh, don't forget 415, we're doing this. Watch to see how it's going. Check in with them after you've seen it implemented. The next day maybe and say, oh, how did it go? What did you come up against? What worked really well? How did you feel during it? Because we all know that the end of the day, if we don't have our strongest teachers in the room and it's our floating staff or closing teachers and they're not as strong as the lead, it can be chaotic and stressful and that's how they're ending their day. And that's another thing that we need to look at as leaders is that we're not sending our teachers home stress cases. So we wanna do everything we possibly can to support them in a less chaotic classroom. So talk through it. Step number five, and I think this is a critical piece, praise and mentor. So connecting a new system with praise and connecting it with the employee is an important part of getting it to stick. If the teacher tells us they're struggling, handing them a new policy and walking away doesn't help. Most people just find it frustrating or Anxiety is in, in a new process. And when they come up against that, sometimes it's easier just to walk away than troubleshoot. They need our support. So when you see something going really well, say it. Walk by the classroom. I, you guys really did an amazing job getting this in play. I saw you guys coming in from the playground and now look, the kids are loving the activities, they're engaged, it looks a lot less stressful in here, I hope it is for you. When you see them solving a problem, tell them that you noticed. Hey, I noticed you the other day when you went to switch the toys at 15 minutes and the kids weren't ready, that you were flexible with that and you let them keep their boxes and not rotate them. Sometimes we come up with these ideas that, oh, we're going to rotate the toys and the kids are going to love them. Because you can't give a child a toy for half hour and think that's all they're going to play with. They, get, they want to explore too. But if you have a system going where you're changing it every 15 minutes and it doesn't work, then, and they're, your teachers are picking up on this, that's awesome because they're still implementing the policy where the kids are sitting or standing or whatever and playing with the different end-of-day bins but maybe they're just keeping them a little bit longer. Another great idea is to praise them at staff meetings. Talk about the stress at the staff meeting and the transformation the classroom made. When we talk about problems with our team, at a st especially at a staff meeting, we're not gonna sit there and call out, oh, Noelle couldn't do this or she couldn't do that. 
but you could call out, hey, we noticed that toddler too was really stressed out and they implemented this end of day bin new system and it's working and I just want to praise them because one, they developed the bins. They have implemented this process, helping with the kids. You just talk about all the good things and now the, the teachers can talk about the, their transformation, how they have enjoyed the process and how the room's less chaotic and the end of day is going better and they don't feel as stressed. And other teachers will see that, oh, look it, they made it work. We made it work. Also that you get excited when a team has such success, right? Like you're excited for that classroom that overcame something. Another thing you could do is post about it on Facebook. And I'm not saying post on Facebook. Toddler 2 is like nightmare at the end of the day. You could say Jen and Kathy do an amazing job closing Toddler 2. I appreciate all their efforts in making the end of day so fun for the students and picking up easy for the parents. When things are a struggle still after the policy has been implemented, get one of your most experienced lead teachers to have a conversation with everyone too. Sometimes bringing someone else in can be so helpful with a new set of eyes. Like I have this one lead teacher who's just amazing. She's been with me for a long time. And she's somebody that I really um, value her opinion. And so if we're having a classroom that's struggling at a staff meeting, afterwards the leaders will sit and talk about like how we can help this classroom and we have her join us sometimes with her ideas and her insightfulness so sometimes that's great it also gives her leadership responsibility makes her feel valued and it's a good way to have uh, her as a teammate connecting with the other teachers it creates such an open dialogue communication that's what you want you want to have a dialogue. You want to be able to have the teachers feel comfortable coming to you or whoever their manager is with a problem, knowing that it's just not going to get pushed aside, that you guys are going to thoughtfully think through a system to make the problem disappear, go away, reduce, or whatever it is. So everyone knows we talk about everything at my school. And it's a so great to have a group that you can connect with that you can brainstorm with not only on the good but also the tougher situations and the last step of a putting systems in place is evaluation it's so important that we take the time to evaluate systems we put in place because not just delete delete but not just you evaluating it, but everyone. Check in on the first week of implementing something new to see how it's going. And then check in the following couple weeks. And then add it to your calendar 30 days out and see how it's going then. Then <clears throat> we try and rotate our conversations with our lead teachers. We have monthly lead teacher meetings. And we'll rotate throughout the year asking them how systems are going. How's opening going, closing, rest time, you know belongings, parent communication, like all the things. And sometimes you can eliminate a system or improve it. You never know if someone's going to come back to you and say, oh, we really don't even need to do this anymore, or we really don't need this, or it would be helpful if we added this. So it's so great to evaluate systems once you put them in place and on a regular basis. It could save you money. It could save you time. We had this process a little while ago that was in place for a long time, <laughs> and we just all were like, no one talked about the bathrooms. 
And so we had a problem with a cleaning company. So we had gone in and done a couple little things before at the end of the day before the cleaning company came. And even though we've talked to them a million times, but we have a huge center and these were like nitpicky things. So we did them ourselves. We had since switched cleaning companies and we were still doing the process. And so we just happened to I happened to see it over the summer and I was like, oh, do we even need to do that anymore? And when I talked to everybody, they were like, not really. And so we were able to gain back 15 minutes at the end of the day for these group of teachers that were rotating doing it. So there's things that you can save time, you can save money if it's a process. So it's always good to evaluate. So again, let's go through the system. So where We want a policy to stick and we want a system to stay in place and be consistent. So first, we're gonna document the process in the system elaborately. Second, we're gonna double check it with someone else in the company. The third is we're gonna train and test. So we're going to train maybe at rest time or a staff meeting, you could pull whoever's involved in it aside and go through the process. And then the first few days you're testing it. You're having them put it in place, you're in there implementing it, or if you have another leader in your company, she's in there implementing it. The fourth step is they're doing it on their own now. They're just implementing it and that's the system. You're then tying that behavior of them implementing the system with praise or mentorship, depending on where they need some help and where they need support. And lastly, number six, you are evaluating everything, all your systems all the time, rotating it through the year to see how's opening going, how's closing going, how's this going, like all the things, just to make sure that um, things don't need to be updated, eliminated, or improved, whatever it is. So I hope that this helps you. If you have a system that is not working or a bunch of systems, I would make a list of your systems that do not work and brainstorm with someone in your company. Find a teacher or an assistant director and say, you know, I'm noticing that rest time, it's not really working in the classroom. The lead teacher is always stressed out that things aren't getting done. Let's evaluate how we handle rest time. What works done during rest time? And then have an open dialogue with your team and come up with a new system. And I hope that really helps. I also wanted to share this week that the membership to the Directors Club is open. And I'm helping child care center owners and directors set up for success. Now, I've had this monthly membership for a long time with a lot of members in it. And I decided to spend some time evaluating that too, just like I do with all my systems. And One of the things I teach on is money, administration, and people. So if you know me, that's what I teach on. I teach the business side of childcare. So I decided to up-level the system, up-level the whole membership to support you as a childcare better. So the Directors Club membership is a private club exclusively for childcare center owners and directors that provides a play-by-play plan to get all the things done at your child care center. The resources to support you in doing it, plus a whole lot of perks to position you as the early education expert in your community to attract new students and high-quality teachers. So, the first 
benefit of being a member at the Directors Club is brand new and it comes out Friday and I'm super excited for my members. It's called the Directors Club Playbook and this is a document that you're going to print every month and you can either customize it or you can leave it as is and I'm going to give you a plan how to stay on top of everything at your child care center when it comes to money, administration, and people. So you're going to print out maybe your profit and loss statement. You know, there's a place for it in this playbook. You are going to connect with teachers this month in April. Um, you're going to connect with parents. You're going to begin to strengthen your relationships with everybody. You're going to get systems in place that you didn't have before. If you've ever struggled keeping on top of some of the licensing requirements or state requirements or the requirements either you set forth for your center as an owner or that have been put on you by the owner. This playbook is a working document that you'll print every single month and I will walk you through exactly what needs to be done at your center or again you can customize it. So in the playbook I'll tell you that you need to do an employee check-in. Now retention is massive in the early education field. We all know that. But what can we do as leaders to, to help with the retention? So I'm providing you, which has always been a, a staple of the Directors Club membership, with an on-demand training portal so you can move projects forward quicker, like retention, finance, classroom management, and more. So what does this mean? If you've never done an employee check-in, you'll just go to the on-demand portal, take the quick training on what a check-in is, and put it into action, like right away. It's something simple you can do. If you're stuck on finance, like you don't even understand the profit and loss statement, don't even know how to do a budget, jump in the portal, and we're gonna, I can teach you that. The third thing that you get is you get access to me and my team in a private Facebook group where we're going to help you implement the playbook tell you what classes to take in the portal that you're stuck with. Whatever you're stuck with at your center, whether it's teacher hiring, retention, it could be like we just talked about, systems, classroom management, whatever it is, I have a, a training for you. And if I don't, you tell me what you're looking for, and I will find one in the archives and pull it forward and update it. The fourth benefit that you get is this is amazing that you're going to get three things written by a professional copywriter. You're going to get one blog a month that is going to, that you can either change it if you don't like exactly how it's worded. I'm going to suggest everyone add like a little closing paragraph from their school, but it's a blog that you can put on your website right when you get it. And what happens when you change your website is Google sees that there's something new on your website and it starts bumping your website up. So the more new things that you put on it, the better. So every month as a member, you're going to get one blog a month to share with your families. And so this is a great way for you to increase your Google ranking for your school. And it's also a a good resource for families because you can also take the link to the blog once it's posted on your site and you can email it to all your parents. You could email it to anyone that's ever contacted you 
for childcare. And just say, oh, we have a new blog up on whatever the topic is. And this way you can start reconnecting with people that either have come visited you, your past customers, potential customers, and just keep it going, the conversation. The second thing the professional copywriter is gonna provide you is one well-being mental health email for your teachers. And I'll give you a little sneak peek that this month in April, it's going to be on burnout. And so the well-being email is going to talk to teachers about recognizing burnout and ways a teacher can address burnout. And I think this is really gonna be helpful because we're recognizing with our teams how hard it is doing this work and we're providing them with a resource to support them mentally. I'm also going to give you tips on how you can incorporate that in your staff meeting because I think it's so important that we don't just dump information on our staff and, and then we never go back to it, but make it an ongoing conversation all month to support our teams. And the third thing that we're going to get from our professional copywriter is 12 Facebook posts that you can put into action today. Posting on Facebook is so important to find teachers, to find new families, to get the word out, to engage with your existing families. And so these 12 posts aren't just, hey, we're having pizza tomorrow. These are posts to talk about education, socialization, all the things that we do in early education. And each post is so general that you can take a picture from any of your classrooms and put it with it. I've had these posts written based on learning areas. So there's a post about gross motor, fine motor, language. There's posts about science, socialization, all the things that we need to do and talk about in early education. And these are going to help you connect with teachers and increase your retention rates with them. It's going to help with connecting with new teachers and new families. They're going to see all this stuff. These are things that we all know we need to do, but we just don't find the time to write the blog, write the well-being email, write the Facebook post. So as a member of the Directors Club, you don't have to worry. It's all done for you. The fifth thing you get as a member of the Directors Club is a members-only podcast, and it comes out every Monday, and you get a direction from us on where you need to, things we're working on, little tips we're talking about, a resource you have access to that you might not be aware of, and then just a connection with me and my team. And then again, the sixth thing is awesome. It's a private Facebook group exclusively for club directors to connect, get support, and the resources to help lead the center. And it's $37 a month. We're going to 47 on Wednesday because I got to pay for the, the copywriter and the person that's helping me put the book together every month. So get in before the price goes up. So when you join the club, this week before tomorrow it's $37 and we're adding in our retention recipe hiring and retaining your next great teacher it's a five module digital course on demand in the club that we're giving you to help you find your next teacher so if you are struggling finding teachers the new job ad is written for you it's a positive approach to attracting high quality teachers at your child care center it was in so important for me to have that job ad. I had to hire 14 new teachers this past summer to start in our new school year. And I worked with this copywriter to help me refocus the job ad 
off of what I needed and more onto what my new potential teachers would get. And I can't tell you, but six of them came to me after they were hired and said that job ad like sounded like a dream come true and I'm so happy I came here so this is just easy get the you sign up to be a member you get instant access to hiring and retaining your next great teacher a $397 value and you can put the new job ad up today and start attracting high quality teachers that want to pick you to work for because our workforce shrank and we need to attract the teachers, and this is the way to do it. So a link to join the club is in the is in the show notes. You can also go to thedirectorsclub.net and work with us, and you'll see the club, join the club button right there. So I hope that you learned something today about systems and implementing them, and I would absolutely love to continue working with you outside this podcast. So make sure that you check out all the information on the club so that we can get started. And I hope you have a great week, and I'm super excited for next week because I have some cool topics that are going to come out in April. Have an awesome day. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you know another director who might benefit from listening, please share the link to my podcast. I love connecting with directors and sharing business tips to make their lives easier too. The show notes below have all the links from the podcast and my social media connections. I'd love you to tell me how I'm doing by rating the show or leaving a comment. Hope you have a great week. I'll be cheering you on.